Hello and welcome to Chatty Champagne, the podcast where I give my unhinged opinions to stories I find on the internet. Thank you for tuning into this episode. I'm your host, Tay, and today I am here with a very special guest, my stepmom, Laura. Laura and my dad, Eddie, run a YouTube channel called Huddle, Huddle Adventures, which is a top-of-the-line cruising vlogging channel. They are all things cruising, so if you love cruising or you're interested in it, give Huddle Adventures a follow on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Laura and I go back about nine years when she started dating slash marrying my dad, and she quickly became one of my best friends. I'm going to hand the mic over to Laura now. Hey, everyone. So nice to meet you. That is the best introduction I think I've ever had in my entire life. Um, you know, but you give me a little bit too much credit for Huddle Adventures, even though I'm technically one half of Huddle Adventures. Um, basically, all I really do are the dance moves and um, the on-screen drinking. I don't know. Oh, like and it, getting recognized. Yes, yes, that has happened. I have a small fan club. It's very small. But thank you, Taylor. I appreciate it. I'm excited to be here. Yay. And then, uh, Laura, what is our family motto? Okay, so our family motto, it's our family creed. Okay, it's right? our creed, our yes. Creed. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's, bro, it's bros before hoes and bread before dinner. Yes, and in the summer, I lost my privileges to have bread before dinner one time. Yes, you did. And that was not good. <laughs> so we had a girls' night planned, and um, it was just basically my daughter, your sister, and um, my nieces, and some of their friends, and... Uh, Tay ditched us for a date. So the next <laughs> night at dinner, I made her eat her dinner before her bread. Yeah, I hated that. Never never made that mistake again. It wasn't worth it, was it? No, it wasn't worth it. Okay, so um, today the drink of the week is we are doing a dry day today. We so are. I, I have water and she has Mountain Dew, Diet Mountain Dew. Diet Dew, the beverage of champions. Yes. And we do have a few stories to react to today. So grab your favorite drink and snack and enjoy the shit show. So the very first one comes from Am I the Asshole? And it is by username BRGTail1735. And I did a couple step mom or step parents stories first Ew. because it's fitting. Yeah. Yes. And um, this one is called Am I the Asshole for suggesting my stepson 16 male moves out? What? My husband and I have six children in total and live in a four-bedroom house. That sounds familiar. It does. We have two sons together, eight and six. I have a son from a previous relationship, 15. And I have three stepchildren, 20 female, 16 male, and 16 female. We live in a four-bedroom house. And for most of the time we've lived there, we've had two kids per room with the youngest boy sharing, the older boy sharing, and the girls sharing. Things changed a couple years ago. My oldest stepdaughter finished school and is attending university locally. The girls decided at this point that instead of sharing a bedroom at their dad's and sharing a bedroom at their mom's, they would each take one room as their permanent bedroom. So the 16-year-old lives with us full-time and the 20-year-old lives with her mom full-time. They both visit the other parent's house regularly. My 16-year-old stepson has his own bedroom at his mom's house but still splits time between each parent's house mostly 50-50. My son lives full-time with us as he does not have much of a relationship with his dad. My son and stepson, stepson do not get along, do not get on that well as they can often be heard screaming at each other in their bedroom. Recently, I asked my stepson why doesn't he move to live full-time with his mom so he and my son can have a similar agreement arrangement as their sisters. 
This way, both boys would have their own rooms. He would obviously still visit like his older sister does, and we could figure something out like a futon instead of a bed in their room. So my son has more space when my stepson is not there. My stepson overreacted to my suggestion, and he's trying to make to make out like I'm kicking him out when really I'm just thinking of a better use of space. It's unfair that the older kids but my son have their own rooms at one of their parents' houses. My son likes the idea and has brought it up to his stepbrother a few times since I originally suggested it, and it has caused arguments between them. He now seems to be considering it. My husband is angry with me for suggesting his son moving permanently to his mom's. He thinks that he and his son would have less of a close relationship if this happens. My husband favors his oldest son over our boys. He also thinks I'm making his son feel like he's being forced out. However, it was his daughter's already doing this, although his daughter was already doing the same thing, and it gave me the idea because it worked well for them, and they both seem happier. I'm also not forcing this to happen. I was just suggesting it to him. It would be completely up to him. Is this a good plan, or am I the asshole for bringing it up? So I think that this person is a total asshole. I think that there's no excuse for that. The other um, kids in the story are in their 20s, I believe, so it's normal, or the one, one of them is 20. It's normal for them to live somewhere else, but not for a 16-year-old. And we actually, so my brother is 16. So Laura has a 16-year-old stepson. So what's your opinion? Okay, she is such an asshole. Yeah. First of all, with the older, the girls, okay, mm -hmm. they are older, okay? Um, they came up with that plan on their own, mm -hmm. okay? So they were in agreement. Everybody was in agreement. That's fine. The 16-year-old is a minor number one. Mm -hmm. And the stepmom bringing that up as a suggestion is more or less kicking that kid out of her house. Yeah, I know. Because you can pretend like it's just a suggestion or an idea, but to a 16-year-old kid, you're a parent, a position of authority. That is your house. And she absolutely is making him unwelcome there. Right. She is saying, I don't want you here. Why don't you go stay with your mom full time? Yeah. She's an absolute asshole. Yeah. And I think her, her son is an asshole too, for fighting with him all the time. Bringing her son into that decision yeah. and asking his opinion of it is absolutely showing that poor kid that he's not part of the family. Yeah. That is the rudest thing I've ever heard. I'd like yeah. to smack her, to be honest. Yeah, I can never see Laura doing that to Peyton. I would never, ever, <laughs> ever do that. I don't care what the circumstances are. Um, that is just so absolutely, she absolutely is kicking that kid out. Oh yeah, I think so too. And then some of the comments were from Broken Housewife underscore uh, my stepson overreacted to my suggestion and is trying to make it out like I'm kicking him out when really I'm just thinking of a better use of space. So she, repl she replied to that part of the story and she goes, did he overreact though or, or did he? Or did he act like a 16-year-old whose stepmother asked him to move out of his father's house after listening to him get verbally abused by her son for a few years? You're the asshole. That's basically what we 100%. said. 100%. Yes. Yeah. And then another one by a deleted user said, yep, on you're the asshole, a 20-year-old that lives somewhere else is not comparable. That sister is old enough to have her own place. She doesn't need to live with parents. The 16-year-old does. OP, you should do a better job of parenting your kids so they don't act like you. Ooh, <laughs> That's so good true. point. You know, yeah. in our situation, I think Peyton really enjoys having two houses. Yeah, I think he does. And I think he really enjoys, you know, our family craziness 
but then he gets to have, he has his own room at your mom's house and he really values that privacy and that space of his own. I I think our situation is really good for him. Um, And I feel that any adult telling it, making a suggestion like that is a polite way of telling the kid what you want to do. Right. Exactly. I just feel it's really wrong of her to have said that. And the husband has every right to be upset. Oh about yeah, that. definitely. I would be livid. Oh yeah. I, th- that, ooh, I would be so mad about that. I would too. So that was story one. The next one is also from r slash am I the asshole? And it is posted by username realistic underscore employee underscore five, seven, five. Am I the asshole for making my step kids earn everything they have? I've been with my wife for six years, and she came with three kids, now 13-year-old boy, 12-year-old girl, and 9-year-old boy. They are good kids, but they have some defiance issue and issues and argue with each other a lot. Normal sibling rivalry. On their own, they are literal perfect angels, but the second you get all of them together, hell breaks loose. So I've stopped letting them have anything unless they earn it. Like they can't use electronics unless they clean to my standards, and that awards them an hour. If they need battery packs or batteries for their controllers, they have to do something for me or their mom. And again, it has to be to my standards. My wife gets pissed about this because this means the kids are constantly underfoot asking her what what they need to do or complaining to her about me. She said I'm creating much more work for her than necessary and she doesn't feel that children should have to earn everything. She said I make her look like an asshole in the eyes of her children basically because she's not defending them against what she and they consider controlling. This only came out yesterday when my oldest son, my oldest stepson asked where his battery pack for his controller was, and I told him he had to do the dishes for them. He said he did the dishes, and I told him it wasn't to my standards, so no, he did not. Cleaning counters and table is part of washing the dishes. He threw the sponge and said, I'd rather go without, actually, and walked off slamming his bedroom door in the process. I kind of looked at my wife and said, kids, with an eye roll, and she goes, no, he's right. You're going to be the fucking reason my kids never come see me. Now everyone is giving me the silent treatment, and I think they're being ridiculous. There's nothing wrong with earning what you get, especially when I'm the one buying it. And then he added an edit here. He said, it's only certain things they have to earn. Batteries and chargers, basically. They can have their tablet whenever, but I'm the one buying all the batteries and chargers that they either get broken, lost, or otherwise, so I do make them earn them. I had bought rechargeable batteries months ago and they were lost within three months. Therefore, I'm spending $40 a month on batteries or $20 for a new charger every month. So yes, they have to earn that. So I think that he's being completely strict and out of line. I think that when it comes to, you know, parenting, the mom and the dad, whether they're step parents or not, should agree on what the kids have to do to earn things. And I I just think he's taken this to the absolute limit and just being, being so irrational with it. I agree. You You brought up two really good points there. First and foremost, any decision for your household and for your combined family, um, that discussion should happen between the mother and the father beforehand. And they come to an agreement before any kind of announcement or rules are put in place with the kids. But more importantly, um, another word for children is dependent. Mm -hmm. Okay. These are minor children. Mm -hmm. They're too young for jobs. Um, I think it's perfectly fine to have chores that, you know, like in our house, Carson does the trash and, and, you know, Peyton does the the dog food. (laughs) You help out with me with cleaning the floors. And, you know, we all have our own things that we do in our house to keep our house clean. 
Um, but I think this is ridiculous. Yeah. And it's petty because yes. he just said at the end, he's spending $40 every couple months on chargers. Yeah. Like, okay. Really? Okay. Like don't eat <laughs> lunch two times a month at work. Right. And you can afford your chargers cheapo. <laughs> right. You know, exactly. um, it sounds to me like he is a control freak. Oh yeah. And he's 100% the asshole. Yes. And like, he even said that they did, like, the one kid did the dishes, but it wasn't to the to standards. standards. That's so terrible. Yeah. So he's an asshole. Big time. Um, Space Jesus is here set, replied to the part of the story where it says, you're going to be the fucking reason my kids never come to see me. And he said, she's 100% right. This is a dumb way to raise kids. They're not learning lessons. They're learning to hate arbitrary authority. Your wife is also an asshole for allowing, this, allowing some schmuck to treat her kids like this, especially... Or E-S-H, except the kids. I don't know what Especially that means. the kids. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I, I we, we agree with this for sure. I'm glad you, that was such an intelligent response. I'm glad you read that after I talked. Right. <laughs> I don't want to follow no, that. No, that's what always happens to me too. Space Jesus is here. That was an excellent <laughs> reply. Yes. And then Moon Girl 12 said, you're the asshole. There is making sure kids are responsible and contribute. And then there is whatever you're doing. You're completely disregarding your wife's very real argument, and you seem to care more about asserting your dominance than teaching about working to earn things. And that goes back to being controlling. Oh, yeah. Well, you know what? She's not going to have to worry about, you know, the kids coming to visit her because she's not going to stick around right. with that guy. He's As soon as the kids are a little older and he quits controlling them, he's going to turn all his focus on her, and he's going to drive her nuts, and she's going to get out of there. So. Oh, yeah. So these stories were kind of... Um, Definitely the opposite of what happens here, which is great. Yeah. I mean, yeah we're very blessed here. You know, it's funny. I, we we over-communicate here. Yeah. We don't have these issues. No. We're, we're good with that. Yeah. Okay. So the next one here I have is, this is about cooking and Laura loves cooking. So I, th I thought that maybe this one would be great for her. Okay. So this is from the story, r slash confession, and it is posted by username punch. <laughs> underscore your underscore face hole and it is called i used garlic and onions in a meal when i was strictly asked not to Ooh. my uh, this is another stepmother thing too my stepmother-in-law won't allow my father-in-law to eat anything with garlic or onions not even garlic powder or onion powder she claims that it hurts his stomach so whenever they're in town and come over for dinner i refrain from using garlic or onion which is frustrating because i use those two in about everything i cook for a little backstory about my stepmother-in-law's cooking, she makes the blandest food. Once we went to her Thanksgiving dinner, she cooked the turkey around noon, cut it up, and had it around 3, but no one was allowed over until 5 p.m. By the time we arrived, the, the turkey was cold AF and drier than the Sahara Desert. This woman doesn't know how to make a tasty meal. However, my father-in-law visited us once without his wife, and I made chicken breasts with garlic and onion seasoning, and he loved it. Nothing happened to him after he ate it. He told me that he can eat garlic and onions if they're cooked, but for some reason when he's around his wife, both those ingredients are not not to be used. They visited before Christmas, and we planned a dinner at my house. My mother, my stepmother-in-law made it a point to call me and remind me not to use garlic and onions. I was so annoyed that she made it a point to remind me not to use the two ingredients after years of her constantly reminding us. That night, I cooked the chicken breast with sage, rosemary, thyme, garlic, and onion powder. Both my stepmother-in-law and father-in-law loved the meal. In fact, they commented on how juicy the chicken was and how delicious it tasted. It turns out they both like garlic and onions, but for some reason, they have an issue, just have an issue with it. 
Also, neither one of them got sick. So I think that this story is just hilarious. Yeah, that's really funny. Yeah. Um, so you use both of those and everything. And whenever Liter I cooked, I yeah, do too. Yeah, so, I do. Yeah, I think, I think this is, just, it's really funny. Um, do you think she was bad for that? Yeah, because, okay, first of all, the first time that she did that, mm -hmm. she did it not knowing if he was going to get sick or not. Right. Do you understand yeah, what I'm scary. saying? Yeah. So she just went ahead and threw caution to the wind. She's like, you know what? You're getting our onions and garlic, sir. <laughs> not caring if he was going to get sick. And I mean, I'm glad he didn't. But yeah, she's the asshole. You know, yeah. This isn't the asshole yeah, ones, yeah. But, she's but she kind of... is the asshole for, for doing that the first time. The second now, time, mm. I would pull him aside. <laughs> yeah. And I would be like, real deal. Like, did you like that? You know, do you want me to do that? But I don't know. But she did it in the first place without knowing if he was going to get sick. So I kind of think that's very, a, really a jerk move. Right. Yeah. I definitely agree with that too. And um, yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. The first time was bad, but the second time was, um, I think that was. A good idea to do. I mean, pull him aside. <laughs> yeah, and then pull maybe him aside. Maybe she just, maybe, like, it gives him gas. Oh, wait, you, wait, maybe it gives him gas, right? Yeah. I mean, the mother-in-law just doesn't want him to have gas, right. so she's, like, incognito, making up an excuse. I don't know. That, yeah, so this um, this comment actually goes into that. So it's general hyphen key 8658. Maybe he farts a lot after eating them. Maybe she's crazy. Um, so that, both of those are definite yes. possibilities. <laughs> And then another really funny comment was from odd um, hyphen airy hyphen two five five four. My dad and I have this gene where we sweat out the scent of garlic and onions after eating them, but only in our hands for some reason, which is unusual. What? <laughs> if I eat a blooming onion today, then tomorrow my palms will be very faintly onion scented if they sweat. It's possible he has this gene and sweats at night, making their bedding smell like absolute ass. Oh, you're right. And hurts his stomach is code for gas. Ha -ha. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I want to know how, uh, is that Odd Eerie 2554 yeah. knows what absolute ass smells like? Yeah, I know. I, I... How do you know that? Yeah, how do you know that? We'll take your word for it. But... I don't want to know how they know. No. So, the next story. So, to give some background, another story I picked for Laura to react to is about um, a nurse. Ooh. And she's a nurse recruiter. For traveling nurses so hey if you're if you're a nurse and you're looking to travel hit, hit us up hit me up yeah <laughs> l huddleston at ahsstaffing.com i love the plug there right yes so this one's also from r slash confession posted by username perfect underscore pangolian underscore one five seven i broke my leg at work trying to throw up in the grass instead what? of on the sidewalk <laughs> So I work in the ER. I had been feeling pretty nauseous that morning on my way to work, but had no other symptoms. So I figured it was just from reflex or something. I have a horrible time with it sometimes. When I got there, it was pouring rain. I was walking and then it hit me. I'm going to puke. I didn't want to throw up on the sidewalk because that would be super embarrassing. So I ran to the grass. I stepped on the grass and felt my leg snap. Oh my God. And that's all I remember because I passed out. LOL. My coworker, who was also coming in, was like, what are you doing? Are you okay? <laughs> Can you imagine that? No, I can. <laughs> I, I, oh, sorry. I have a uh, text pop-up. I was like, I think I threw up on myself. If I even threw up, I might have not even got that far. I think I hurt my ankle. So more of my coworkers came out to put me in a wheelchair, and I had to explain how this happened to the attending, who was also my coworker. 
I broke my tibula, fibula, dislocated my ankle, and ruptured a ligament because I didn't want to be embarrassed by throwing up on the sidewalk. Oh, my God. I tell all my friends and fam I just slipped in the rain, though. But best believe, though, next time I'll just puke on the sidewalk. Oh, and I never did throw up. I guess snapping my leg in the process resolved that issue. Okay, first of all, if you ever find yourself in this position... If it's raining outside, the rain is going to wash away the puke right. on the sidewalk. It's the best time for right. it to happen. I mean, if it has to happen, let it rain because, you know, then it will wash it away eventually. Um, wow. That, I can't I even know. imagine how you have to fall like that in order to break all that I stuff. I know. That's horrible. That timing. is horrible. Good thing he was on his way in the ER, though. Yeah. And you know what? I mean, that's kind of a funny story. Yeah. I know, I guess I'm a different kind of person. Cause if I, that happened to me, I would be like, you're not going to believe this, but right, I was trying yeah. to throw up in the grass, not the sidewalk. And I fell and <laughs> you know, I, I don't think it's really, um, I've heard more embarrassing stories at work than that. Yeah. And she deals with a lot of stories from her nurses. Like at work. Oh yeah. <laughs> I have some craziness. Oh yeah. So some of the comments were from excellent underscore ad underscore 3109. OMG, I hate throwing up, so I'll note this down for next time I'm nauseous. Snap my leg to avoid it. That's so funny. That is funny. <laughs> and then another one, Observer Nix says, I think everyone has a weird or funny vomit story. Ooh, what's yours? Um, <laughs> that happened in a year from last December. So when I was on, um, we go on a lot of cruises. I've mentioned that. And obviously, this is Laurel from Huddle Adventures. Right. So duh. But um. I was I went to bed and I was fine, but I woke up at 3 a.m. I guess my food and all the alcohol I drank didn't settle in my stomach. And I can never make it to the toilet mm -hmm. when I throw up. So I threw up all over the bathroom floor. And you know how the cruise ships have tiny bathrooms. So my ex had to go find three like cleaning people out in the hallway and all three of them walked in my room at 3 a.m. to Aww. clean all my puke and the puke was disgusting did you give them a good tip oh yeah definitely i knew but you would that was what's your embarrassing vomit so when um katie and Vinny's dad was in the military um we were partying one night and i was getting 20 dollars per shot of goldschlager that i did you know, from the guys, they're like, you can't, you can't do shots of Goldschlager. I'm like, uh, yeah, I can. So they were giving me like 20 bucks and I was doing like these double shots. I woke up the next morning. I don't remember. I remember I had like $120 in my pocket. That's wild. And then I, I woke up and like down the hallway, like heading to my bedroom was like a long, thin coat closet. Oh yeah. I woke up the next morning and I must've like fell into the closet, but I fell forward on top of all the coats. So like, did, 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 oh my goodness. And then I threw up. <gasps> oh, um, I didn't know you threw yeah, up in that story. Yeah. Oh, it, no. I, I threw up. It only got on one coat, but I like all the coats were underneath me, like a giant, like, like it was like a, a premium ear mattress. <laughs> That's awesome. Right? Yeah. Yeah. That was my bad puke yeah, story. That is, yeah. That is not a good way to wake up. No. I mean, it was comfortable. Oh, yeah. At least but. it was comfy. Okay. And the next one, it has to deal with Laura Spears. Oh. So this is about a spider. Oh boy. <laughs> you pick good ones. I know, right? So this is um this is also from R slash confession posted by BY oh, it's posted by a deleted user. So this is I stepped on a kid's pet spider when I was in the sixth grade and squished it. Ooh. I was out at the recess area on the basketball court and saw a huddle of second grade kids looking at something. I walked over there and it was a tiny spider, so I stepped on it and squished it. 
Then I heard faint crying sound and looked over and saw a kid with a jar in his hand. It was his pet spider. I guess he had brought it to school to show everyone. I felt horrible for many years. So uh, that I would, well, first of all, I would never step on a spider. I would no. run <laughs> and go get someone else to handle it. But I would feel awful. You would feel awful? I would feel Even awful. though you hate spiders? I mean, just because I hate them don't mean you don't love them. Right. Right. True. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about this. And I don't want to kill a spider. Right. I just want it. Gone. I want them. You can live just not in the same room as me. Or house. I mean, you can live in the house. Just if I enter the room, don't let me see you. Right. Yeah. Like (laughs) get out of that area and we're, we can coexist. Right. Exactly. Um, so I'm kind of confused by the story. A tiny. So did he find like a house spider and just keep it in a jar? Yeah, he had like a little tiny spider in a jar, and it was his friend. Oh, uh, that's probably sad. named him Larry. Oh, and he that's probably actually, fed him little bugs. Yeah, that's actually really sad. I know. Uh, so we had a spider on our um, work window, like at our office, and there was a lot of people like on the outside. Yeah, but it survived for like two months, and it was like pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, and then when it one day it washed away, and we were all kind of like upset because it. It was there for us all the time. All right. So this is confession. <laughs> um, anytime I'm, when I, I work from home, so anytime I'm working and I see a spider, if no one's home, I call my 75-year-old mother-in-law to my office and make her get the spider. Oh, yeah. No, there was just a really bad that situation a, that yeah. happened in the living room a couple months ago. Yeah. Uh, all I could hear was um, Laura screaming for my brother. To yeah, come. I was screaming for Carson. Yeah. I think, I, I don't know what I was doing. But, um, I didn't think you were up or something. Yeah, I ran upstairs and it's her holding my 20 pound dog in fear looking at the couch because there was a huge spider on it. Okay, you saw fear, but I was actually protecting the dog. <laughs> you were protecting No, I was Barney. not. No, I was not. <laughs> Barney was protecting you. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So um, some of the comments for this one was savings hyphen brilliant 669. Do you still step on, do you still step and kill creatures who aren't doing anything to you? If not, well, lesson slash empathy learned. That's I mean, harsh. It is, but I, I, I don't want it to die. No, I, I don't just either. want it away from me. Yeah, I, just away. Yeah. And then, small drop of sun, sunshine said, "It's okay. My friend was babysitting my hamster, and her cat ate him, and then she threw him all over the wall. Oh so the cat God. threw the hamster on the wall." I have the most horrible story about a hamster. No, this happened when I was like. This is a terrible story. Do you want me to tell it or not? Yeah. All right. When I was like four or five years old, my dog had a litter of puppies. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I was my dog's mama. Yeah. Right. And my dog didn't eat dog food. My dog ate whatever we had for dinner. Aww. Like we fed it straight up table food. We didn't know that that was horrible for your dog. Right. Okay. So she is in um, the closet, my mom and dad's closet in their bedroom with a little in a little pen area. And um, she was feeding her puppies. So I was like, oh, you know, she's been back there a while. She's probably hungry. This is such a terrible story. I can't believe I'm telling this. Um, So I went and I made her a plate of food. Mm -hmm. And I I put like a little piece of roast beef and a little thing of mashed potatoes. And I put some gravy on it, you know. And I set it about a foot away from my dog. I can't believe I'm t- I should, probably shouldn't have told this story. No, no, do it. Um, it's, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Don't, Don't hold it against Taylor. Um, so I put it about a foot away um, from my dog so that when she was done nursing her puppies. She could eat. She could eat. Well, one of the puppies 
crawled over there and got his little head stuck in the mashed potato. Oh no! Like he died from it. Yes. He died from being mm-hmm. in the mashed. He drowned in the mashed potato. In the gravy. That's really sad. My mom knew I would be absolutely devastated, so she buried it. Oh. And then I was like, "Why?" Because I kept asking, because like there was six puppies, and she's like, "No, there was only five. Oh. And I'm like, no, mom, there was six. And she's like, Laura, there was only five puppies. I, I like, and we argued and she was like, Laura, I went five puppies. I, somehow you counted one twice. I don't know. But yeah, that was, that, a good, is, that was a good mom. That's true. Yeah. That's a good mom. That's traumatizing. When did you find out that it died? Um, Like years later. She told you years yeah, later? Yeah. Years later. I can't believe like drowning in gravy is not the way I would expect. I mean, there's worse ways to go. <laughs> yeah. I could think of a million other ways that I would want that I wouldn't want to die. Right. Drowning in gravy. And my mom made good gravy. Um, so so like, <laughs> I'm trying to justify the, the horrible final story. final moments were tasty. Oh, uh, they were tasty final moments. <laughs> that is so... Isn't that horrible? Yeah, that is horrible. It's not... I don't think it's your fault. Well, I mean, I would have been traumatized for the yeah. rest of my life if I would have known that right yeah, then and there. Yeah, that's way too young to know about that. Yeah. So that wraps up the stories for today. Um, and like I said, please give my... Um, stepmom Laura and my dad Eddie a follow on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok at Huddle Adventures. I will put that in the bio here too. And I hope that you all are having a great week. This the, was a lot of fun. Thank yes. you for having me. And we are celebrating that the Lions won the first playoff game. Yeah, Woo! baby. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. And thank you so much, Laura, for being on here today. All right. See ya. Thank you.